Who sent me this? I just got a DM. A DM? No, it's just Simone. Um, I got a DM from somebody, though, and it was sitting here, one request. And, you know, the request section is a hot mess. And it's literally just, like, hard eyes. And I don't even know this person, so I don't think... Oh, wow. I set you up for that because I told you to post that on your story. You did. This was, like, whole <laughs> setup. I don't follow him or anything. And... That's happened to me before. I'm like, who are you contacting me, sir? That's so funny. You ever see this man twerking? Which one's a man? They, this is a man in the front. Oh. Okay. The jealousy. Right, why, do, why do I live here? God has blessed him. I feel like I've seen him before. He was all over Twitter. Wow, I miss. Okay. Jealousy, though. All right, why have I not been gifted? Anyways, um, let's pop a lot in. You started recording already? Yeah, I started recording um, one minute like, and six seconds I? ago. But anyways, um, what is good in between fam? <laughs> um, you're referring to me, yes. I am fam. Well, I was referring to the audience, but like oh. you too. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> awkward. Uh, well, uh, consider <laughs> that they can't interact with us at this very precise moment. Um, it's my genuine hope that fam is all great. I hope y'all doing great listening in. Um, I'm doing pretty well, actually. How are you doing? I think I'm doing great. I was just, you know, freaking out about this episode a little bit. Oh, really? Just a little. I just had, because, yeah. you know, it's, like, Valentine's Day or whatever, mm-hmm. and, like... She said, or whatever. And I knew that we were going to, you know, talk about love and relationships and stuff, because, like, how could you not on Valentine's Day, you know? Hmm. And I was just like, <laughs> wow, anxiety, like, hi, what's up? Yeah, that's, that's real. Do you know what you're anxious about? Well, I don't know. Like, I think we were talking about it a little bit earlier, but, like, talking about figuring out what exactly to talk about you know what i mean how much to share because it's kind of like a touchy subject especially for people our age you know oh <laughs> well i don't know love i don't know her, Never met her. <laughs> who is that so um, what makes it touchy for you i don't know i guess it's what makes most things touchy for me is just like exposing myself i feel like you know what i mean yeah and just kind of knowing how much to tell to people and like whether or not to let people into certain aspects of your life especially when you're not comfortable with it yeah and I think that's what makes that thank you for sharing by the way but like I feel like that's what makes love so hard well gross I'm like throwing up (laughs) discussing love it's you know but it's like vulnerability factor um because I don't know I feel like I've had experiences with the l word and (laughs) They haven't really turned out that great. So, um, (laughs) I've learned to not be vulnerable and protect myself. And I guess by doing that, do you feel like, well, for me, I feel like I might be limiting my experience, but at least I'm protecting myself. Mm -hmm. Um, Does that kind of resonate or no? Yeah, I would say so too. I mean, it's so hard. I think it's so individual. Everybody has different experiences and like different points of blossoming I guess when it comes to love I don't know I feel like often you know what's a trick is like talking about love 
just in a romantic sense. And mm-hmm. I think that we kind of neglect other aspects of love and other relationships that involve love. I yeah. feel like we often put too much pressure on finding romantic love, like finding that bay, that perfect bay, and going on vacations, and like being all cute yeah. for Instagram and stuff like that. But we don't focus on other relationships and other other kinds of love and developing that first Mm -hmm. and um kind of focusing on that before you get into a serious relationship where you're in a partnership with someone in a romantic sense i think that's valid um yeah i think if you're focusing on i mean i always think about this but if you're focusing on what you lack it's hard to appreciate what you pack you feel me like horrible (laughs) period put that in the (laughs) caption but i'm serious like i know some people who um because they don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or the who the person they're dating doesn't want to commit or maybe they don't want to commit it's just whatever romantic love they fail to realize that they have such a large support network of friends and family and and honestly little mentees and children and whatever that look up to them and that's love too and there are wells that you could you know go to when you're feeling really lonely and i don't know like unlovable because no one's unlovable that's true and i feel like most people especially like when you're getting to the teenage like early 20 Mm -hmm. years feel like that's like the only form of like validation or the only love that can validate you is romantic love Ooh, validation Ooh, <laughs> Ooh touchy word buzzword well, trigger no, word. <laughs> it, it is a trigger word it is a trigger word because like i don't know i'm the type of person who's always had like a, a check box type mm-hmm. situation in my life and i'm not gonna lie like serious relationship was on my checklist and it was really hard for me to feel like i had checked that box and <laughs> And and I I don't know. Oh man, now I'm getting all emotional. But like I ch- felt like I checked that box, but then I had to realize, yo, I did this impermanent marker, but this relationship can fail at any point in time. Mm-hmm. You have to check certain boxes with pencil and erase it and be okay with that. And that doesn't mean it's a failure for you. It just means that like at that point in time or that particular person was not the right fit. And that's okay because you're just getting closer to what that right fit is. And in this sense for me... I meant it romantically, but like friends too. Friends come and go. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely friends come and go. And sometimes friendships leaving hurt me a lot more. And it really oh, um, made an impact and changed how I moved forward making new friends. But definitely. I, don't I mean, know. I went through like three friend groups in college and like, oh, it was like some traumatic experience, really. And mm-hmm. it was like very painful. And it felt like, like I've had friend breakups that were like felt intense to me like because i'm like breakups like, <laughs> they were so yeah. it was just a lot but i think even like going back to the the romantic love mm-hmm. thing because um i don't know i hate to take it from like a biblical stance <laughs> but like i was i know that there was this like this preacher that was talking about relationship goals like it was like a viral type of video mm-hmm. and he was talking about how um you first have to learn how to be single before you can get into a relationship and to be healthy and whole and like have like a healthy relationship with yourself and then in turn be have a healthy healthy relate relate the word is relationship yeah (laughs) healthy relationship with other people Mm -hmm. and I think that like it's something that we don't focus on is like learning how to really date yourself like that's so corny but Mm -hmm. it's like 
being in touch with yourself and making sure that you're a whole person before you try to partner with someone else and like kind of require something more from them. And I think that's the sickest part about being our age because some people think that they're being a healthy single person and the fact is like they're just not Mm -hmm. and I went through that phase too and it's like the image of singledom that is kind of portrayed and what is actually realistic is like two different planets Mm -hmm. and that was really hard for me because I thought single meant like you go on different dates like every Mm -hmm. other weekend like you got like a like what's that A, a list what is that um, um bucket list? not a bucket list like a starting lineup of people okay like a roster so- <laughs> <laughs> points to phone <laughs> yeah. um now you have a roster and you just got like a whole a whole lineup of options and i thought that was living your best single life and for some people maybe that is and for me that's what i needed in my point in time in life but i look back and reflect and i realized that that was probably when i was like my saddest mm. which like that's me personally. Other people, please like live your best life. But mm-hmm. I was not living singly to the best of my own particular benefit. And now that I am focused on things that make me feel complete and whole, mm-hmm. um, that may or may not involve a- another person, <laughs> like right. I don't know. I feel like better. That, yeah. Yeah. I wish I had more insight, but I just feel better. Yeah, definitely. I I agree with that too because it's like I don't know. Just, like, being in that... I think we treat being single as, like, a holding place. Like, mm-hmm. like the ultimate goal or, like, your highest form is, like, being married or being in a relationship. Like, some people, like, subconsciously mm-hmm. or even, like, actively think that way. Oftentimes, people our age, I think starting at being, like, a teenager when you're aware of, like, other people in a romantic sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think we treat being single as, like, a holding place like an in-between stage Mm -hmm. like this is just temporary like my highest form of me is gonna be when i'm in a relationship and i feel like don't you i mean you making faces no i'm making faces because i watch anime and i feel like i just made these general statements about myself but um dragon ball z is one of the most classic animes out there and Mm -hmm. the highest form is like super sane i'm like imagining like a super sane like valentine situation Mm -hmm. where it's just like i'm not single anymore like blast off into space because you think you got a man yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's not even all it's cracked up to be because like relationship like romantic relationships are just like more intense regular relationships like I think that they're just, like, intensified regular relationships. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you have other things that come with a romantic relationship that you wouldn't Mm -hmm. have with, like, a platonic friend relationship that Uh, is a big part of it. I mean, perhaps. So, I think this is another thing that, like, young folks, myself included, um, like to do is, like, in order to avoid the pain of a romantic relationship not going well, is consistently telling yourself over and over again, like, yo, this is actually a platonic, platonic relationship. We're just friends. Like, even though we do A, B, C, and D, like, mm-hmm. not nah, we just friends. And it's like, no, that does not make the heartbreak that comes afterward any less painful. Mm-hmm. If anything, it makes it more complicated. Um, but, I mean, maybe there are people out there who have different experiences who can be romantic with their friends and still call it friendship. Um, mm. I, I don't know. That's muddy water that <laughs> yeah, I haven't even like tried to, to get 
to explore personally like mm-hmm. i just think that that makes everything so much complicated so much more complicated i guess you have to really be in tune with yourself and what yeah. you want and like your boundaries and i think that that's and that goes just- back to what you were saying before like being whole within yourself yeah i mean and i've like had conversations conversations with my friends before about mm-hmm. relationships and like just the struggles of like wanting to just have someone you know what i mean and like compromising so much like i have friends that compromise so much just for the sake of like saying that they have someone and to fill that void and i like it's probably not a new analogy but it's something that i came up with where it's like you're the cake like you are individually the cake everybody comes for the cake okay like it's whole it's good by itself but the people in your life are like the frosting and like the cherries on top and the the whipped cream and the icing and it's it's nice it makes it prettier it enhances it it like does something for it obviously like people add to your life but at the end of the day you're good by yourself like that cake is still delicious it's still bomb Mm -hmm. like you have to think of it that way i've never heard that analogy before and people yeah so i came up with that (laughs) but it's like people look for other people to be the ingredients to their cake and it's like it's not like that and no one could Mm. ever be that for you you know what i mean and i love like i don't know how people feel about will and jada smith Mm -hmm. um but i love the the narrative that they push of like being your own happiness being responsible for like the way that you feel and the way that you're walking through the world because honestly your journey is your own Mm -hmm. and like you're the only one that can make you happy you're the only one that can control how you respond to things to influence like your own personal journey and like that person that you choose to make your partner is supposed to help you through those times and like they enhance those times but they're not responsible for how you feel at the end of the day or like how well your life went mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so I really like that because I think that people really need to internalize that message a little bit more. And I think relationships would be so much sweeter when you're not expecting people to be that fundamental piece of who you are and how you feel about yourself. Yeah. And it's all a learning process. I feel like I have to remind myself of that like very frequently, especially when I find that um, someone has upset me or hurt my feelings or disappointed me in some way because at the end of the day, like, do I wish they hadn't done, hadn't have done the thing that they did? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I have to remind myself they are their own individual person and they decided what to do. They decided that they were going to do what they were going to do mm-hmm. independently. The way I decide to react and feel in response is also independent. Mm-hmm. And as much as I want to be like, you know, stop doing this, mm-hmm. they have full right to continue doing that thing that hurts me. And all I can do is say, enough is enough and walk away right and i don't know and that way i'm continuing to be responsible for my own peace in maintaining it i was literally thinking that when you said it Mm -hmm. like being responsible for your peace and like your peace of mind and only you have the ability to like make that real for yourself Mm -hmm. and that goes for all types of relationships i think i can think about i don't know like friends that i've had in the past and like i have like a lot of times i see people like, as the best versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. And so people are trash. <laughs> <laughs> just generally speaking. Just, just generally throwing speaking, that out like, there. People are trash. Mm-hmm. And I'm the people, so I am trash. But, like, right. um, it consistently shocks me, Natalie. Like, 
how terrible people can be and I had to sit down with myself and like be okay why am I always surprised out of my mind when people blow me and it's because I'm refusing to see the negative parts of them and Mm -hmm. I think that's important to keep your eyes open to as well yeah I don't know I definitely agree with that because I'm also often shocked by people (laughs) and I'm just like really like why would you how did you go this way like how did this end up like this and it's it's woo like just being disappointed but I think that that ties into like our expectations and like us projecting those expectations on people I I project like none other I project like a screen that's what I do um and understanding that people don't value the same things that you value. And being okay with that. That's, like, really, really hard. And, yeah. and now I'm having, like, a meta moment because, like, we're doing this podcast. And I'm like, I really hope I'm not continuing that habit of projecting onto people. Like, I really don't want to be seeming, like, holier than that. I'm like, I have it all figured out. Like, Yeah, definitely not. Because we, if we did, we wouldn't be talking right now. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like we're working through it. This is therapy. Okay. Yes, this is this is black girl therapy on a budget. Honestly, <laughs> of free, real, to free, to free, free, free. Um, but yeah, yeah, but it's so hard. But I think something that's also really important to let people know is that like you're not behind. I think that that's really important. What to do you tell mean by it. behind? Like, okay, for example, this is what made me think about it. Um. So in school, when we were in college, like, mm-hmm. we were both RAs. Yes. And I feel like they always told us that we weren't therapists. But, like, I had a red chair in my in my <laughs> room. I had a red, a big red chair. Mm-hmm. And, like, so many people have, like, came and, like, laughed on that chair. They cried on that chair. They've, like, poured their hearts mm-hmm. out. I've heard so many stories from my residents, like, just having our one-on-one um, meetings and just things would just come up. Like, I realized, like, these kids just, like, would just tell me things out of nowhere. And it was just, like, unprompted. And, um, like, two situations stuck out to me. One girl, she was a freshman at the time. Mm-hmm. She was, like, you know, like, I've never had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And, like, she was something that she was just really worried about. And she's already, like, kind of a nervous person. Like, probably had anxiety. I don't want to, like, diagnose people. But she just was very like shy very reserved but she was worried about that she's like oh I've never had a boyfriend like people don't like me like that or whatever the case Mm -hmm. is and it was just like so hard because I'm like honestly take your time like you're not behind like your situation is your situation pacing yeah yeah and then um also another person um talked to me and she was like well all my friends um, are, like, interested in people and, like, are interested in dating and, like, mm. doing all this stuff. And it's, like, that's not something that I'm interested in. And it was just, like, a matter-of-factly type of thing. Like, not necessarily saying it in a way, like, she's questioning herself. But just, like, this is weird. Like, am I supposed to be thinking about this? Like, am I supposed to be trying to date people? I hear you. And it's, like, no. no. Girl, you good. <laughs> like, yeah, like, everybody has to go at their own pace and not to allow, like your friends and where they're at with their romantic lives to like affect how you feel about your own because I feel like everybody's journey is different Different, and then to that point your friends romantic lives will always look different than how your friends experience them like mm-hmm. your friend could yell up you up and down like oh I hate them they suck like this girl is 
da-da-da, whatever. They're going off and off. But then they'll be cuddled up with that person right. literally in that moment having the time of their lives. So take everything you are experiencing indirectly with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, something you brought up about your uh, resident mm-hmm. never dating anyone made me think of this podcast by Nicole Byer. Mm-hmm. Um, do you listen to, you know who that is? No. Okay, so Nicole Byer is amazing. Um, she, I think she's in her th- 30s maybe late 30s 40s but long story short um she has never had an exclusive relationship throughout Mm -hmm. her entire lifetime and the podcast is called why won't you date me oh my god and yeah it's actually um sometimes it's a little cringy but um she talks about she brings people that she has dated in the past or is interested in dating onto the show and she literally asks them like okay will you date me and then they say yes or no and um oh wait okay now that you're saying yeah. this i think i know who nicole Byer is okay. she was she's on nailed it okay i don't know you go <laughs> girl i think she's on nailed it not let me not misinform anyone but i i swear to god she is but long story short yeah she is um she's a comedian yes yeah, i know comedian. who that is yeah yep. that's who i was thinking yeah she's never had a significant other and she's like so beautiful and she's real funny and she's well educated and she's career driven and just all these things never has had a serious relationship so this podcast is all about her struggles with that and at this point she's like hilarious about it like she's like hee hee ha ha like yeah she's a comedian yeah can't be too down in the dumps about it um but i think the best part about it is that her outlook she's like when it happens it happens if it never does it never does that doesn't make me any less dateable or lovable or likable or wonderful or all these wonderful adjectives to describe how great she is as a person and i think that's something that people need to um kind of internalize because like Mm -hmm. To be completely honest, I think it says partway about you if you've never had a significant other, but it also says quite a bit about the other people, too. Like, it's not all your fault. Yeah. (laughs) So. And it really just, it depends on what the reasons are. Um, Because, I don't know, like, for me personally, I didn't really date in Mm -hmm. college. Like, I, I went on a few dates. But I just felt like I wasn't on the same page as other people like that were interested in me or I was interested interested in them. So I just feel like there was like a lot of reasons why I was single and there's a lot of reasons like there's no reasons at all at the same time mm-hmm. because it's just like something that I, I have to think about. But I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like that part of your life should just come naturally yeah. and when it needs to come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, it's weird. It's, it's weird. You can't yeah. define it for anybody but yourself. Really. 100%. 100%. So many contextual factors involved and like so many untangibles. I truly believe it's something that you will never be ready for it, but when it comes, you'll be 100% prepared type situation. So there's nothing you can do. <laughs> i yeah. mean i mean like shower um <laughs> be presentable <laughs> but what um, do you do in the meantime i feel like that's yeah. a, a good question to answer oh, what do you the, think what do you do in the meantime you know i think there are lots of things you could do and um i think it's different depending on how you feel about singleness um i know in my meantime especially when i was like freshly single i actually cried a lot like I cried a lot but I realized that that's what I needed to kind of like 
mm, I hate this phrase, but let that hurt go. In the mm-hmm. meantime, let the hurt go. I think that's my answer. Because mm-hmm. you, you cannot find something new if you are still hung up on... Spilled milk. Spilled milk. Clean up the mess. <laughs> Cry over it for a little bit, sure, but like clean it up and, and move forward. So um, that's what I would say. Heal yourself. Forgive yourself. Love yourself. (laughs) Honestly. And then also, I think people say, like, the destination is the journey. And that's the (laughs) set. Sorry. (laughs) If I'm getting philosophical. That was so. (laughs) Because it's like, and I think that that applies to this too. Like, in the end, your destination is your journey. Like, the Mm -hmm. meantime is the entire valuable part yes because first of all you know not to be dark but like you never know when your time will come you never know when things will change Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like we talked about kobe hashtag mamba forever honestly and um you know so it's just it just reminds us to just enjoy every moment like it the life life is all about the little moments it's about the experiences that you have Mm -hmm. it's about um how the people around you make you feel is to love others everyone in your life romantically platonically whatever in between um and to be loved and and that's all period we wish you a very happy valentine's day yes and valentine's day suckers oh my god (laughs) oh my god it was almost great (laughs) well in between or out it said in between or out that's cute (laughs) hope you have a great valentine's day Bye, guys. Bye, y'all.